Your whip about to get rocking. Your smile about to be popping. Lit times for your drive, no maybes. Just yes, so release the stress. Carrie and Tommy about to go off. Switching on the Carrie and Tommy podcast means you're about to get a true taste of fun. Tonight for dinner, switch it for salmon with Tassel Tazzy Salmon. It's Tasmanian for salmon. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. This, this is Carrie and Tommy. Yes, welcome to a few Tuesday afternoon. How are we doing, guys? You should hear what went down at my friend's house in the middle of the night, guys. Okay, but Jesse just asked how you are. Go anywhere. Because <laughs> that's all I can think about. Really? Oh, my God. Swingers? Is this your swingers? Thing? No. Oh. You know I don't that believe in. in the middle of the like, day. Do, 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 do stuff. Is that UFOs? Oh, yeah. Okay. No, not UFOs. Extraterrestrials. Oh, no, not really. That's not ghosts, mate. <laughs> What's ghosts then? Ooh. Well, you know I don't believe in. <laughs> but I have heard this and I'm on board now. <laughs> Ooh. Do you know Jesse actually made that noise? Jesse, can you do that again? <laughs> How did you get your voice to that pitch? And to match it perfectly each time. To what? Skilled. Match it to what? The one before. Oh, yes, yeah. Can you vary the pitch up? Yes. No, no, no. I can only okay. that one nose. Anyway, I've killed the mood. Stay with us. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. The Tuesday afternoon. It is Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Okay. So I'm not into anything extraterrestrial, ghost-like, medium-like, um, clairvoyant, none of it. You've I'm actually a got, naysayer. Yes, you've got quite a disdain for clairvoyance. Not a disdain at all. I'm ambivalent. Is that the right phrase? No, I'm... Not I'm quite passionate. Um, apathetic. No, what's it? Indifferent. Ap- yes. I, I, I'm apathetic, which is the worst so thing you can be. What's that? Apathy, when you just don't care. Like, you don't care in anger or sadness or happy. You just don't care. Okay. Yeah. So, if I, if I came to you one day and said, hey, I started seeing this fortune teller, full on, I'm changing my life, I'm, I'm seeing him every week, yeah. You're, you go, Meh. yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, because yeah. well, I am. <laughs> <laughs> but my friend told me a story at lunch yesterday yes. that I cannot stop thinking about. Yeah. And I'm trying to poke the holes in it, and I can't find the holes to poke. Great. Okay, so she moves into a rental, right, with her family. Yeah. Yeah, great. And, oh, no, this feels a bit chipper. A bit like, it is a bit up and about. A bit more scary. <laughs> a bit more scary. No, oh, yeah, no, that's okay. all, yeah. While you work on that, I'll keep telling my story. <laughs> Anyway, her husband has to work away um, once a week. So once a week he comes up to the city and works and she's home alone with the kids. They're in the country. Right? And they're in the country. Yeah, not many and people around. Yes. Yeah. You can do the noises. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, she said she's um, very anal about how she <laughs> puts, Tough noise to do. She, <laughs> how, she li- how she leaves the house. And she'll always make sure all the do- cupboard doors are closed yeah. and all the lights are off before bed. Like she knows how she's left the house. One night she's put the kids to bed. She remembers she needs to get something and she gets up and all the kids' um, doors to all of their cupboards in their rooms are open. And she's like. All the kids, all, all, all the cupboards are all open. open. All open, right? Stuff everywhere? But, no. No, but she never leaves anything open. Like she's, she's very, very funny about yeah, things like that. Yeah. She says that's weird, closes them, right? Yeah. Let's it go. The next night, next time her hubby goes away, she um, is asleep at night, mm. and then all of a sudden, she um, sees that there's a light on in the hallway, right? Mm. Underneath the door, she can see a light, <laughs> and she's like, "I didn't leave a light on. What? I always turn all the lights off when I go to bed, right?" Yeah. And then in the morning, she said to her kids, 
did you leave a light on? Did you get up to go to the toilet? And they're like, no. And she's like, well, how, how is the light on, right? Then another time it happened again where she heard there's a door that goes to like the, a wing of the house, right, that's forever closed. A wing of the well, house. Well, like, you know, in those old houses Bloody in the country. Hell. No, they're built like, no, no, they're built like long and thin. But if not all the bedrooms are used, they close off a door. I get it, mate. She's got wings. That's fine. <laughs> anyway, this door is always closed, always closed, never open. And all of a sudden Why would you want to it hold another open. wing of the house? Yes. All of a sudden it was open, yeah. right? Anyway, it was freaking her out. And so she said to her son very calmly, did you turn the light on? Did you? She started asking him questions. And he said no. And then the kids started wanting to sleep in her bedroom, right? And her little boy said he doesn't like the man um, that's in the, oh. in the room with them in their bedroom. Uh. Right? Uh. <laughs> uh, right? Anyway, freaked out. She freaked out. So she called her friend who's a meeting. Well, what happened in the middle of the night, she texted her husband at 2 a.m. and said, you know, I love if I don't wake up in the morning, I love you. I think there's someone in the house. The lights are on. And, you know, anyway, she's still here. We're all good. Um, But so she called this medium. And this is a bit where I'm like, ah, here we go. What's the medium going to do? Why would you call the cops? Just call a medium. So she said, (laughs) (laughs) what's the cops going to do? I think there's a man in the house. A ghost is in the house. Oh, I thought it was a man. No, No, you knew it wasn't an actual man. <laughs> I didn't know it wasn't an actual man. Oh, you did man. know it wasn't an actual you man. You said in anyway. her message, she said, I think there's someone in the house. Yes. Why would she say that if it was a ghost? No, someone like turning lights on and closing yeah, doors. Yeah, men do that. Okay, anyway, let me... <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean? I did... Certainly wasn't cleaning up the place. Okay, I got yeah. the, the kid isn't saying... <laughs> The kid isn't saying there's an actual man in my bedroom. He's saying there's the presence of a man. (laughs) What kid? What kid? Said, Mummy, there's a presence. There's a presence presence of a man in the house. And it's a messy presence. He's not saying there's the presence of a man in my house. He only opened the covers at a low down, Mummy. The presence of the man must be sure. I put my toys away. <laughs> what? What? How long yes. have we been going already? <laughs> For, okay, we've got to go to some songs. I'm going to have to tell you over the next day. Okay, okay. It's been going too long. Okay. What happens next? You can't, you have to be into because it's so full on. Okay. Okay, I'll okay, tell you next. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. This, this is Carrie and Tommy. On your radios and the listener app for your Tuesday, Arvo. Okay. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. If you have just joined us, yes. I can't retell the whole story, but my friend um, has been living in a rental that she thinks is haunted. Yes. In the middle of the night, lights are going on, doors are being opened. Um, and then when she brings it up with her kids to ask them if they've been doing it, the kid says, no, but I don't like um, the strange man that's in my bedroom all the time, which I had to explain to Tommy was a ghost. Not a real man. Mm, yes. Anyway, I got and you got, we got yes. so derailed, yeah, I didn't get sorry. to finish my story. Sorry, I'll focus. Okay. So okay. she freaks out and goes, I need to get a medium in, right? And this is where she's telling me, and I don't believe it, right? So she calls this medium, and this medium says, I can't get to you yet, but this is an emergency. Send me just a pic of your bedroom uh, mm. and a pic of the kid's bedroom, right? Yep. And I'll tell you about the energy that I'm feeling, and, and I'm going to get some of these words wrong because I'm not into medium stuff, so I don't know what the right words are. But anyway, and she said, and I'll tell you if I need to come and do a healing uh, a cleansing. Cleansing. Yes, because people burn sage and stuff. Okay. So she looked at the pictures. She doesn't know who my friend is. 
doesn't know who she is at all, right? Doesn't know where she lives and doesn't know anything about the house except for the inside pictures of the rooms. Mm. And then she describes to my friend perfectly where she lives, the long driveway that comes up to her house, the layout of her home, everything. She can see it. She goes, I can see it. And there's terrible, terrible energy in there. There's the energy of an old man, an old man who I believe died in that house of a heart attack and his, his um, what do you call it, spirit yeah. is still there and I need to come get him out, right? And I've, I'm like you, a bit like, nee, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, then she comes out, does the cleansing and everything feels What right. What does she do? That's you know, doesn't matter. Sorry, story. I've ruined it. How's this? How's, oh, oh, and she says, and she says, um, the man doesn't like all the noise your son makes, right? Huh. And that's why he's always troubling him in the bedroom, right? Because her son makes yeah, noise, yeah, as yeah. most boys do, right? So then she calls her husband and she's like, you need to find out who the owners of this house were before it became a rental and ask them about what's happened in this house. So he then finds who the owners are and the owners were an old couple and, and, and he gets hold of the son and he talks to the son and how is this the dad who owned the house, who lived in the house, died in that house, in that room, having had a heart attack. And he worked at like a motoring company, like General Motors or something, for all yeah. these years and went deaf from the machinery there in one ear and he couldn't cope with loud noises. Oh, so he'd be over that now. So he didn't like the sound that her son was making in the room. But he's deaf now right? and dead. Let's not forget that. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy for your Tuesday afternoon. And if you are just joining us, I am in trouble. You cut me off mid-story. So, yeah. This is taking so long and to I tell my haunted just, house story. Don't feel bad. I did that the first time. So <laughs> we're, we're one of anyway, these. there is a little bit more to my haunted house story. Oh, good. But in the meantime, which I'll tell you up next, but in the meantime... I want to hear from people that can match this madness. What's happened? What's gone down in your house that just gives you, like, makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up? Like, we're, chilling stuff. We're doing haunted house stuff. Haunted house yeah, stuff. Good. 13, 10, Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy for your Tuesday afternoon. Coming up after four o'clock, we're going to be chatting to the man of the hour, Ned Brockman. Mm, Amazing but stuff. right now, I'm in the middle of an epic tale that's taken a long time to tell. <laughs> um, friend's got a rented house that she's in. She felt like it was haunted. Lights were going on in the night. Doors were opening and her kids said that there mm. was a weird man's presence in his yes. room. Then um, she contacted a medium. Without the house, without the medium having come to the house, the medium said, there's a spirit of an old guy in yep. there. He died in there. He had a heart attack in your son's room yep. and um, he doesn't he has um, hearing issues and he hates the sound of the that your son's making and in the meantime as she cleared out did this um, he, what did you call it cleanse um, she contacted the old owners to ask the old owners um, what had happened yep. and in the end the dad had died and had a heart attack in that room in the house but he'd also lost his hearing at the motoring company he worked for and so he hated loud noises but the other part the medium said the guy has an issue with these two lavender pots. She was like, what? And he goes, there's two lavender pots. Someone's moved the other lav lavender pot. She went out the back, right? Yeah. This medium's never been to her house. And there's this big lavender pot, right? 
that lavender pot, she's like, well, there's only one. And then she goes around the side of the house and the one that she could see had lavender, like, fully grown out of it. The other one had been hidden in the dark around the corner in this, like, avery thing and all the lavender had died in it. So he was always annoyed that someone had moved the other lavender pot away from its friend. So did she move the lavender pot back? I don't know. Bill did ask me the same question. I didn't get bogged down <clears> in the lavender Because you've pot. got to decide whether you want to start a fight with your ghost or not. No, well, he's gone now. He's gone. Uh-huh. So the house is the cleansing worked, and she's happy as Larry down there. Okay, but I don't. I'm not a big believer. But that story really got me so, so much. So we spent forty minutes on it. it. <laughs> <laughs> has it changed? Has it changed? Maybe your... I'm just open, a bit open. I can't to wait it. till you bring in dream catchers in Fra- here, <laughs> crystals. <laughs> Francesco, are you there? Yeah. How are you going? Yeah, good. I'm. I'm part the way on board. Get me all the way there. Okay. So I never really believed in ghosts or spirits hmm. um, until my auntie told me a story when she was a kid in my grandma's house. She uh, got up to go to the bathroom, and as she walked out her bedroom door, where the kitchen used to be with the previous owners, there was a lady cooking. So it was a, a the ghost of the previous owner cooking there. What was she cooking, Francesca? <laughs> Couldn't say. Oh, so, so as a kid, she saw the ghost of the, the old owner cooking. Correct, yeah. And did she talk so to it? Tried, sorry? Did she talk, talk to it? No, so as she was walking towards it, it just disappeared. Disappeared. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. since that story, I've, uh, I've kind of changed the way I think. And I, when, uh, when my grandma passed... We were selling the house and I had to go and open some windows and doors just to air it out. Thinking the power was off, I've gone in, tried the switch, nothing happened. I'm a bit down the corridor, the lights go on, I've run straight out the house, did not walk back. To the I just reckon, Francesco, it was, it, was, it, was good, it was a good story and well told. But I always have, if they can do stuff, yeah. why? Like, you know how, so that ghost could open a door, right? Mm. Why doesn't he just trip the kid over or do something that's more like... Because maybe it's so obvious then they like to be mysterious. I just reckon they haven't got much power. <laughs> well, yeah, look, I'm trying. Yeah, no, sorry, 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 sorry. Bill, yeah. Bill, are you there? Hello, how are Give you? Give us your haunted story. So years ago, I was a tutor at Scotch College in Adelaide mm-hmm. and where we lived was the old... Nurses' accommodation right next to the to the uh, theatre there at Scotch College, the, where the bar smiths used to live. So during World War One, the big theatre was used as a hospital. So there were four rooms and then a common room at this this area where we were. So we would play pranks on each other, but at night we'd hear the doors, you know, click. It was as if you know we were playing pranks on each other. But what we found out was it was the old matron checking to see if our doors were locked. And so I was doing uni at Hold the on. time. Hold she on, de- is she yeah. dead or alive? No, she's dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> she's dead. This she's back in really 90, whatever. Yeah. It's 90. No, I don't know if she's dead. Al- I don't, okay, uh, I think at the time was she, like the, main the matron who... was actually alive or dead in his story is what no, I mean. No, no, it's not, he hasn't rang with the story of a live matron who just comes around and occasionally checks doors. Okay, where is he? Bill, are you still there? So the no, story goes here. on. So the ghost was shutting the door. Yep. Yeah, the matron was checking the doors to see that the nurses were locked in at night, right? Because there were soldiers that were in the hospital area. Anyway, so I was studying. I was at uni at the time. I'm studying. About midnight, I've gone to bed. 
and I've looked up, and a full flying vapour in white dress down to the ankles has walked across the end of my bed, down the side, and laid down. And then what? I said goodnight. Just disappeared? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Okay. Sorry. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know, but usually, Bill, I mean, maybe we're from different generations, but if someone lays down in my bed, I at least say hello. Carrie and Tommy. For your Tuesday afternoon, it is Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Yo, Jesse. Yeah, dog. You got that paper ready? Yeah, dog. Carrie, Tommy, do that quiz from the newspaper. newspaper. We do the questions first and we get them answers later. Most exciting radio quiz of all time. time. Carrie, big more Tommy, and little. Put your hands up because it's quiz time. Quiz time. Quiz time. Quiz time. Quiz time. Quiz time. Take a quiz time. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Jesse, what paper you got? I have the West Australian today. Ooh, I should do so well then. So should be good. Yeah, <laughs> this is your people. For a period of my life. Questions about the Swan South River. Australia. <laughs> and Emu Lager. Good job. And Emu Export. Emu Export. <laughs> and um, and what's the street? We've I got a very got? WA heavy team. What's the punch on the street? Punch on, oh, um, in Northbridge. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the brass monkey is on where I used to cut my teeth doing stand up comedy. <laughs> I was going to say, which one? Weird. Yeah. <laughs> which punch on the street? Yeah. So, sorry, I should have narrowed it down more. All right. Let's Question do number it. one Mustang bar. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a bit of boot scooting, mate. <laughs> uh, going to Mustang. Where else am I going? Black Betty's. Is that still open? Because? Not sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Question number one The ancient ruins of Naka. Is located way, are they? <laughs> in which modern day country? Okay, it's not Cockburn, is it? No. <laughs> the ancient ruins of what? Naka, N A Q A. Because spelling it out for herself, like, no, like seeing it, it is going to make the answer don't come you, to your we head. We all have different ways of processing oh, sorry, things. I don't mean to get in the way of brilliance. What is it? <laughs> ancient, it hasn't helped. <laughs> ancient ruins, was it a city or a country? Sorry, Jess. Is located in which modern day country? Um. Yeah, Iran. Does that look it like feels that? Japanese. Sri Lanka. Does it? <laughs> From when I wrote Does it, it down. Does it? Okay. Naka. I thought it looked. Okay. What did you think it looked? I thought it looked, yep, potentially Middle Eastern. Okay. I was also just trying to think of where ruins are. Mm. I mean, yeah. The, mm. yeah. Mm. So, are. you saying, where are you saying? Where? Myanmar. Yeah. Oh, modern day country. That's right. Mm. Formerly known as Burma. Is that mm. right? Yes. Good one. Okay. Let's go with that. Producer Sonder back in the game. Question. How and Ma. <laughs> Unlike petrol engines that use a spark, what causes ignition in a diesel engine? Oh, well, blow me down because I thought it was the same. Uh, I think it's I compression. Saying, Is it? Great. Is it? I believe so, yeah. What did we learn in my pilot's lesson? It was suck, bang, blow. What? Oh, it's just what we used to do at our lessons, don't worry. In the cockpit? <laughs> no, it's how you, you learn the... It took um, you so many goes to the pass. Phases of, yeah, I still can't think of what. There's only four steps in the ignition. Anyway. I would have nailed that. Yes? Question number three. Uh, collective false memory or recollection is known as what? Deja vu. Amnesia? No. Collective false memory. Is it amnesia? No. Is it... That's um, when you can't remember, though, isn't it? Or is that a false memory? Is that... It's not deja false vu. False recollection. Is it not deja vu? Because deja vu, it, you think it, about this the other day. You think it's happened before, yeah. but it hasn't, right? No, it's just that they think this. You might go into a house and it's got the similar setup to a house you grew up in, 
And so they say that sparks the deja vu, but you're not actually remembering anything from the past. It's just your brain is familiar with the, the spatial arrangement. I've never ex- experienced it and don't understand it. You've and never I think, experienced nah, deja vu? Nah, no, never once. And I what think people are who do are What are you talking are about? Liars. Oh, what do you mean? In your life? Never. 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 I don't understand it. I've never experienced it. I don't oh, get that's, it. I can't even make it happen for you. No. No, because it doesn't exist. No. <laughs> no, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> Let's go deja vu. Okay. Okay. Question number four. Atherosclerosis is caused by a buildup of what in the linings of arteries? Sure, it's calcium. No, protein. No, calcium. I don't know. Plaque? Atherosclerosis. Build up it's of... calcium because sclerosis is bone stuff, isn't it? So maybe it is calcium. Let's say calcium. And question number five. What instrument is Greek goddess Arato, Arato this is your area. often depicted playing? Yeah, this is my Violin? people. No, no, cello. Should we go uh, to the, the long, most the ethnic member holds? of the team? Oh, Eli Greek the god. Eli the web guy. The long, thin one that's a bit smaller than a cello. A harp? Harp. No. You're, no? I think it's a stringed one. Like is a, it? a guitar or something. A sitar? Sit- yes. A sitar. A sitar. I think so. You reckon a Greek god played a sitar? Isn't a sitar an Indian instrument? No. Isn't it? Oh. I don't know. Yeah, no, nah, neither. Great. Let's go a sitar. Okay, great. Never heard of that. Hmm. All right, to the answers. Yes. Uh, question number one. The ancient ruins of Naka is located in Sudan. Mm. Ooh. You were closest. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Unlike petrol engines that use a spark, what causes ignition in a diesel engine? It is compression. Well done, Jesse. Uh, question number three. Collective false memory or recollection is known as the Mandela effect. Aha. Mm. I heard that. Mm. Sounds a bit... Racist? <laughs> Question number four. Atherosclerosis is caused by a buildup of what in the linings of arteries? Mm-hmm. We said calcium. It is plaque. Oh, oh Bickers said that. By well the, done. We went in with calcium, though. Never. Yeah. Trust the underling. <laughs> <laughs> and question number five. What instrument is Greek goddess Arato often depicted playing? We said a sitar. Yes. It is a lyre. Oh, Ooh. Have What's you, a liar? Have you heard anyone um, that's experienced deja vu? Have you heard what they call? Carrie <laughs> 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 Vickmore and Tommy Little. This this is Carrie and Tommy. And that is where you're at for your Tuesday afternoon, and whatever you're doing for dinner tonight, switch it for salmon and get a true taste of Tasmania with Tassal salmon. Mm. So, what's happened? Because uh, there's, you... there's a mood that's come nah, over nah, the studio. No, nah, no, nah, we just need to have a little chat. Okay. So you remember how last week? Yeah. You saved Sonda's life. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then I brought it up, and she cried. Yes. I thought it was going to be funny to bring up, and then knew. No. Yeah. Sonda cried, and then I had to have a big chat with her. Yeah. Yes. Outside the studio and apologise yeah. for bringing it up if it was going to make it. Yeah. Sonda um, nearly choked to death and you gave, did the Heimlich manoeuvre mm-hmm. manoeuvre, and out came the prawn and you saved her life. There is a little, little bit of something in, in that story, a little bit of extra information that I wanted to share with you perhaps. Oh, my God. I might just enlighten the story of a bit. <laughs> we'll do that very, very soon. Okay. But up next... The great man, Ned Brockman, joins us off a uh, incredible run, a stupid run, a nuts run from one side of the country to the other. We're chatting to him next. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Woo!
Driving you home for your Tuesday afternoon. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Tommy, what have you been up to for the last 46.5 days? Um, there's been a fair bit of sitting on the couch, because yeah. what about you? Yeah, no, I just work, you yeah. know. What, what about this next man we're about to introduce? So he has just run shy of 4,000 kilometres. Um, an average of more than 80 k's per day. And he has raised over $1.8 million. Yeah. Thank you, team. Yeah, very You did it. I know. Who would have thought, hey? Who would have thought? Well, (laughs) you did. You thought. Yeah, I know. You're right. I did, for sure. I reckon both of your legs would have had to fall off and you still wouldn't have stopped. Your goal when you started this was one million bucks for We Are Mobilise, a youth-driven homelessness charity. Um, If people want to donate, we're trying to hit two mil now and you can still donate. Nedsrecordrun.com. Tell us about the emotions of of coming into Bondi after oh, battling this How beautiful this did all those people look? Oh, oh it was honestly, it's just yeah, something out. You can't you can't write that up. Uh, like from being so isolated for so long across this great country to then coming into Sydney, where I was every second car was honking, every <laughs> third person was yelling out my name, and then to head, you know, they shut down Bondi Road to then come on into the into the promenade there i was just yeah it was it was mind-blowing and saw the waves of people i was like yeah it was out, out of this world i just can't believe it still processing it all well, what was your mental state in terms of seeing people because you'd been so alone for so long in fact i remember seeing posts where your team were having to tell people not to come and run with you because not only was it quite dangerous but, but there were days where you just it was hard enough putting one foot in front of the other than having a chat with old mate who decided to rock up to do five k's <laughs> with you. Like it must have been such a weird thing to finally be talking and hanging out with people and not running. Like yeah, it was it was um it, it was crazy. We'd had we had like times where people would pull up when I was in a break, and that like my team and I were so in this bubble. So when with someone from the outside world, I guess, came and spoke to us. We're all like mushy brain trying to <laughs> converse with these people who are like, oh, what's going on here? But yeah, coming into Bondi, like I just can't, I can't explain it. I'm just, I'm still so elated. I'm so tired. I'm so happy. It's just everything. Obviously yeah. the human body is not made to do what you did to it. How is it feeling? Uh, look, it's cooked, but that's all right. <laughs> um, it's, I've put it through the ringer and I, I've got to respect that and I've got to respect it and give it, you know, the time it needs off. But yeah, it is just incredible what the body can do when the mind won't quit. And it's like, you know, that, that ability to just keep going, okay, I'm injured, but how do I get through this? And yeah, it's, um, it is absolutely fascinating to be able to get through these things and, you know, continue to push on. And the body just keeps showing up. It's, it's, it's unfathomable. Would you have done permanent damage? along? The- I haven't, done- I haven't, no. There's no. all these injuries I have, uh, like, you know, I, I mean... Not permanent as in like years and years, but I, I, for the next month or so, I'll be definitely deloading. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I might have to do a few here or there to not go cold turkey, but um, yeah, it'll be good to good to have a bit of time off and rest the feet. Can you give us a, just a quick list of of kind of ailments and stuff that you put your body through? Yeah. So, well, funnily enough, my K's prior to starting were like not a lot. So I had a big week of two hundred ninety five K or something. And my knees were in so much pain. And so I had to deload for like five weeks before I started. I probably did a 40K week, a 10K week, a 50K week, and then another 10K week. And then it went to a 700K week, 700K week. Oh, my God. Um, And so on day eight, my knees finally just went, oh, okay, he's still going. Let's just go pain-free. So funnily enough, you can run through those things. But, yeah, I had... 
Really? Um, tensinovitis in my shin, knees, my IT bands were gone, my, you know, hips, lower back. Uh, yeah, everything, you name it, I had it. Um, but they're all like, I guess they're not made, like there were a few major injuries, but all the other niggles were like, oh yeah, I've, I've dealt with that before. So let's just get on with it. There was one you mentioned on the project when he mm. talked to you last night that honestly made me bring up my pre-show snacks. It was so <laughs> disgusting. Talk to yeah. us about your feet. Yeah. <laughs> she asks every guest that, Ned, don't worry. Yeah, yeah. So she's got a foot. I close my eyes. Right. Okay, yeah. give it to me. <laughs> so, so it's day 10. <laughs> it's, um, so on day, yeah, around day 15, I got, obviously my toenails were falling off and um, by, by luck a, a fly out in the old... Uh, rogue, vast country of Australia flew into my toe and landed some eggs. Um, and in the middle of the Nullarbor Roadhouse at night, I thought I had an ingrown toenail, which wouldn't go away when I pulled it back and was, yeah, anyway. Turns out I was actually just, had maggots crawling in my toenail. <laughs> yeah, and so when I realised in the camper van that I had maggots in my toe, I very quickly questioned what was going on in my life. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing with my life? And How do you get pon- maggots out of all your the toes? Big questions. Um, just spray it with alcohol spray and get some ear cotton buds and scoop them out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you guys think that's grim, you don't want to know what went on in that <laughs> over this 47 days. Well, how do you go with the chafing and stuff? Um, oh, well, I lost, <laughs> I lost um, probably 10 kilos. So There wasn't a lot of rubbing. There's not much rubbing when but. your legs are sticks, yeah. What about your nipples? Uh, taped, taped every day. So yeah, no, no worries there. That's so they've the come fun, out though. brand new. <laughs> they're they're <laughs> brand spanking. They, they haven't seen the light of day, but they're looking great. <laughs> hey, Ned, uh, you're just fantastic. One more question. Yeah. How did you go the loo along the way? <laughs> Good. These questions like too this. personal. Um, yeah. yeah. So no, no, we had a portable. Uh, the thing is on the Nullarbor, it's like. Free game, you know. You, there's oh no God, toilets around there, so had to, had to. Um, <laughs> I'm glad we're getting this out on on on, on, television, on radio. Um, yeah, so yeah, obviously um, my gut motility is on overdrive because I'm eating so much food. So yeah, there was um, plenty of toilet breaks along the side of the Nullarbor. <laughs> and is it like when you have a dog where someone has to come along and scoop it up? I feel ashamed of saying this, but no, we didn't. It's just, oh they're God. just left there. That's good. They'll go down in history. Down the yeah. <laughs> <It's a little laughs> just every, every four or so, okay? There's just a... Someone should go through a spray paint of gold. It's a new poo jogger. Incredible. Ned, we're nearly up to 1.8 million. Let's, yep. uh, let's get you to 2 million bucks. Uh, we are mobiles. It's an amazing charity. Nedsrecordrun.com. If you haven't yet donated and want to get involved. There's um, already calls for you to be Australian of the Year next year, so you might have to... Um, yeah, that was before they heard run. about the dumping on the side <laughs> of the Nullarbor. Yeah, they might bin that real quick. <laughs> oh, um, Ned, you're a champion. I yeah. wonder if other people have had maggot issues I'd love like to. that. 131060, where did you find maggots? <laughs> I'd be fascinated if you want to get involved. And donate as well. Yes. Ned, yeah. you're a champion. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Enjoy so your much. rest. Legend. Yeah, call us, 131060. Where'd you yeah. find the maggots? <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy for your Tuesday afternoon. And on 131060, the Sabo, where did you find the maggots? Yes. Ned Brockman found them in his toe. Oh, from a fly running. that landed under his nail that was falling off. Yeah. So it's a lot, isn't it? But also, 
if you came to work and had found maggots under your toe, mm. the next thing you're doing is not running 100Ks day after day for another 40 days. Maybe. Maybe I'd adopt probably the power take the whole show of off. the maggot. <laughs> I wouldn't work with you. With the maggot toes? No. <laughs> Why? Why? I just couldn't. The smell. Carrie, it's meant to be about the, the content of our character. The smell would be so disgusting. Imagine that. Imagine if your partner had maggot toes and you oh. had to sleep in bed every night with their maggoty toes. How much to suck on a maggot toe? Oh. Okay. Apparently we're not Peter. allowed to ask that. Peter, where did Hi, you Carrie. find Hi, the maggots? Hey, Peter. So, Similar, I um, I actually was swimming in a pool and I ran through the gate and the gate caught me on the back of the heel and I ended up with 24 stitches. Oh! And, and um, yeah, had a half cast on and a big big old blowy got in and laid maggots in my foot. Pete, oh. <laughs> oh. hey, please tell me, did you not realise till they cut the cast off? No, no, no. I actually felt them moving in there the next day. Well, I felt all them move. But my doctor cracked up laughing. So he, he just said it's an old, old medicine thing from... Medieval, and they only ate dead skin. I think. Sorry, Pete, you've still got me. Carrie is um, about to vomit in a bin. So you've still got me. What do you mean it was sorry? I missed it. What's the medieval bit? Uh, well, they used to use them in ancient times to clean uh, scars. And, oh, I and, thought um, that was leeches, bro. That's not maggots, is no, it? No, so yeah, maggots are for dead skin, and that leeches are for bruises and blood. So we should be encouraging a bit of maggot in the Absolutely. foot. Absolutely. So my yes. scar that I've got on my foot where the maggots were is actually a nice clean scar and then yes. the other half of the wound, it's all lumpy. Yeah. Good on you, Pete. Some good PR for maggots in your wound. Yeah. Carrie's just put her headphones back in. Did you catch the bit Have that they're good? Have we stopped the maggot chain? No, we haven't. G'day, Sarah. Hello. How are you? I'm okay. Where did you? <laughs> oh, I've just seen what is written under your name. Look. It just says works in aged care. Oh my god! Stop I'm so, I'm no, so that's nervous. Not funny. I know, I know, but I'm nervous no. to ask, Sarah. Where are you? Where did you find the maggots? So a lady had. Oh them, no, you know. no! 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 That's gone. <laughs> no, we can't. So, Sarah, no, we appreciate you horrible. getting involved. Thank you. But that's but why there's a royal commission, bad. and that is terrible. Oh, someone, our producer is saying it's okay. Oh, okay, should we I go to Sarah? Do we trust this producer? Which <laughs> producer? <laughs> it's okay. Um, okay, Sarah, okay. we're going to go back to you. We're being told yeah. it's okay to talk to you. Yeah. I'm not sure. Okay. 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 So a lady like apron or fupa or front bum, whatever you want to call it. <gasps> had excoriated so badly from people not, like, obviously cleaning Oh, my. Stop, Sarah. Stop it. Oh, producer, you are fired wherever you are. Sammy, hang on. Was that Sam? Can you buzz on Sammy? Was that you? Sammy, can't buzz on. You can't. That can't go to air. I quit. I quit before you find me. You should go have to do that as a job. That is horrible. I don't think he understood one of the words. Josh. I can't believe I'm go. asking this. But hey, Joshy. Where did you find the maggots? Uh, I actually found them in chocolate that I ended up eating. Oh. Yeah, yum. What was? What, <laughs> what was order? It? The eating or the maggots finding first? No, so it was, um, I won't name the chocolate because uh, I, I haven't see been on, able to I can see on the, on the line here what they are. They're delicious, but yes. Yeah, delicious chocolate. Yep. Um, I ended up eating about six or seven of the small pocket-sized ones. Um, and then a friend opened up. A friend opened up the next packet, 
and found two or three maggots in that one. So I told him, all right, let's open up another one. Opened up another one, two or three maggots. So on the night in total, I ended up eating about probably 18 or 19 maggots. Oh, my God. Hold on. When you you, saw the other packets had them in, you kept eating them. Yeah, every, every. I didn't didn't know that they had maggots in them before. But maybe your pack didn't. Yes, oh, no, no, because, did. Yeah, they <laughs> all did. <That's laughs> yeah, they definitely did. What an optimist. Did you, Josh, did you definitely throw the rest out or did you go to throw them out, have a few drinks and think maybe it was worth the risk? Oh, no, we ended up throwing out the packet after we found every single uh, packet. Yeah. We, yeah, yeah. With, with okay. <laughs> yeah we Thanks, got it. Joshy. So we're being told by our producer we should go to the next caller. Oh, mate, but are I, we joking? Danny... I don't trust our production team. Should I? (laughs) Should I trust you, Danny? What's your story? Where did you find the maggots? I'm very trustworthy. Okay. I um I was I had to study forensic science, and Mm -hmm. our assignment was to buy a pig's head, leave it outside for 14 days, and watch how the maggots evolved. And I lived in a uh, in an apartment building in St Kilda, so I had to put it on my balcony. They would have seen worse on balconies there, surely. Like the, the smell was pretty horrific. I've got to tell oh. you. Did anyone mention it, Danny? No, but I did have the cops drive around the building once, and I was rather worried about it. Jen, Danny, how would you fail that assignment? Like well, the maggots just well, wouldn't eat it enough, or is that it? If well, you got hungry, no, no. One of the girls in our class failed because she left it outside and her two dogs attacked it and <laughs> left, no, left nothing, nothing left except the skull. So she actually failed. <laughs> well, are we happy? Do you want to do maggot chat again tomorrow, because? Nah, I reckon we've done that. Oh, that's enough for our entire time doing radio together. Okay, sure. Yeah. Okay. Maggot chat done. Over and out. Carrie Vickmore and Tommy Little. This, this is Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy driving you home for your Tuesday afternoon and coming up after five o'clock guys we're going to find out what you are cooking in tassie all thanks to tassal tassie salmon and bickers we have just found out that there is a whole bunch of secret artifacts in australia mm. buried away that we knew nothing about bit like night at the museum it is a bit like have night you seen at the that museum. no <laughs> <laughs> but i hope to get more of an it's understanding a good movie. you should watch it uh, it'll make me sad because robin williams is in it anyway oh, oh. we're gonna have a fun uplifting chat about the secrets of museums next carrie and tommy carrie and tommy across australia for your drive home this afternoon it's carrie bickmore and tommy little Hey, Bickers, Hard Quiz is back this week, Wednesday, 8pm on the ABC. But a sentence I did not think I was going to say is Secrets of the Australian Museum is also on 7.30 tonight. And the host is the same man who joins us now, Tom Gleeson. G'day, Tom. G'day. Yeah, I'm doing a science program. I thought I wanted to do something even more sophisticated than Hard Quiz, which is, you know, tricky. I didn't realise, Tom, that you graduated with a physics and maths background. Yeah, I... I graduated um, at Sydney Uni over 20 years ago, but to be fair, I was already a comedian. So I really, you know, I really slid home just. So I graduated with a very, you know, I think I got 50 in physics, which was just what you needed to pass. But Gleeson, it's no secret that confidence is not something you lack. And I thought once you'd started comedy, I don't know why you would have finished why did you finish your degree well i was i spent 
six years doing a three-year degree at Sydney Uni, and I was really enjoying the extracurricular activities. Sure. And I just thought, I've just got to finish. I mean, you know, I'm sure you've played golf before and you play golf, and sometimes you get to, you know, the fifth hole and you're like, can I really do nine? And you want to finish early, but you finish it because you have to. It was a bit like that. I just needed the tick. <laughs> fair, fair enough. What are the secrets of the Australian Museum? Well, what they've got on display is less than 1% of their collection. So every time you look at like a, a stuffed zebra or a Tasmanian tiger, there are hmm. thousands and thousands more specimens in a warehouse, a secret warehouse that I got to visit. And um, they've got over 22 million specimens. It's incredible. And this warehouse, you walk in there, everywhere you look, there's something cool. You're like, you just, oh, that's a cassowary. Cool. Oh, look at that. That's a, that's a, a you know, like a Tahitian canoe. And, you know, just every What's direction is just cool canoe? stuff to look at. Uh, a canoe, canoe from, from Tahiti. Tahiti. <laughs> oh, like a canoe. I thought it was a type of bird, like an actual canoe from Tahiti. <laughs> no, no, an actual canoe, yeah. <laughs> but what? It does sound like a bird. Well, they've got such weird names. Yes. But what, I mean, not that I, I just, what's Carrie's so saying, amazing Carrie's, about a Tahitian just say, canoe? Just say what you're thinking. Carrie's saying that sounds boring, Tom. Yes, it does. <laughs> well, that's okay because... I'm aiming for a sophisticated audience. So I'm like, this is the ABC, you know, people, you know, they're, they're educated. They, they, yep. They've got inquiring minds. They want to learn more. Mm. Like, you know, whereas, whereas, you know, not some people are more curious than you, Carrie. So tell me this, though. I do like occasionally going to museums. Um, mm. But is it like when my friend went and did the behind-the-scenes tour at Disneyland and she's a mm. massive Disneyland fan and she said it spoiled it all for her. The magic was broken. Did the magic get broken when you went behind you... the scenes at the Australian Museum? No. No, like, for example, I go, like, in one of the storage rooms, like, there are just drawers and drawers and drawers and drawers of skins of animals. And I got oh. to look at, I got to look at a fur of a Tasmanian tiger, like an original, out of the, you know, not not like not stuffed, not inside a glass case, the actual fur, and the fur when you look at it, that's been kept away from sunlight for over a hundred years, is actually really quite bright, and it looks amazing. And you're like, I'm looking at the fur of an of an animal that's been extinct for like a hundred years. Wow, Tom, do you, was your main I do mean that. You, is you, was your main takeaway that these guys must get up to some weird stuff? The museum staff at their Christmas parties. Yeah, I reckon. Like, yeah. but, I mean, first of all, a lot Who's of the wearing wet specimens. The yeah. Well, a lot of the wet specimens, as they call it, are, are in alcohol. So, you know, if they're taking a sip out of the top of those places, oh, they would be off their nuts. <laughs> wet specimens and Christmas parties oh are not God, two things you want to put together. Gross. <laughs> Drinking some, like, <laughs> yeah. um, One other thing, because we've yes. um, been prepared a little sheet on you, and I love um, when new members of our team prepare sheets on people we've had on so many times, <laughs> and I've learnt that you were in a band. What, um, Didn't you know that? No, I didn't know yeah. that. You were a drummer, right? But he occasionally yeah. sang vocals too, Tommy. Yes, yeah, so I oh. played drums in a band. It was with um, Andrew Hansen, who's from The Chaser. Yeah. Yep. And Cameron Bruce played keyboard. He now plays with Paul Kelly, and he also was the musical director of the film Elvis. And wow. uh, James Fletcher was the bass player. He now works for the BBC World Service. So the moral Look at of all the story of you is go. our band, we were better apart than together. We started <laughs> to achieve things after we split up. <laughs> well, Secrets of the Australian Museum, like I said, it's on 7.30 uh, tonight. And um, as I said, Hard Quiz is also back uh, this week or on the ABC. Thanks, Tom.
Thank you. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. This this is Carrie and Tommy. Driving you home this afternoon, it's Carrie Bickmore and okay. Tommy Little. So this is a sort of an intervention of sorts with you. I, I don't need, I don't no, need no, another one. No, I just, uh, okay, I, we, I want to stop you doing something that you have apparently told the team you're going to do Okay. because but, I don't think you should do it. Um, I mean, you can't, fa- sorry. If my family walks in at sorry. any point, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> you can. This is your life. Here he is. No, you can do this if you want, but my I mum. want full context for you before you proceed with your decision. What did you tell our team last week that your next tattoo is going to be? Um... My, my neck one? No. You said you were going to get a tattoo perhaps of somebody on the team. <laughs> Is that fake? Was... No. No. What did you say you were going to get? What did you tell Eli? No. No. What, what did you tell no. Eli you were going to get? Why? I can't do this. Why? Why? Because it's a surprise. Okay. So yeah. I know which tattoo you've decided you're going to get. You're not mm-hmm. going to be weird now and you're not telling people. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to take your mic off and I'll tell everybody? <laughs> no. Don't tell why. Okay. Okay, so I just want, knowing the tattoo you want to get, that you're not telling everybody. Not my neck tattoo. No, the, the one, one, the team member's name you're going to get tattooed on your body. Yeah. yeah. The reasons you want to get this team member tattooed on your body, um, I just think perhaps you should have full context um, before you make your decision to do that. That's all. I don't want it to lead you down the path and then you get something permanent on your body and then you discover something afterwards and then you go, oh, my God, and I went and got a tattoo of that person. What have you guys done? Okay, so producer Sonda last week, she went and got a Carrie and Tommy tap, right? 100% real. Yeah. That is real. Yeah, yeah. On the same day, she also sobbed and you felt bad because yeah, you yeah, saved yeah. her life at a dinner we were at a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> producer Sonda choked on a prawn. I don't know why I'm laughing because no, no, it's not funny. You're no, right, and then you Traumatic. you did the Heimlich remover m- m- remover. <laughs> well, it is Better a remover name. and removed the prawn. Oh no, son, you're sweating oh, no, now. No, this is why I didn't want to talk bit, about it. I feel I just was really embarrassed, and then I didn't know what to say because it was oh, all very Tommy. overwhelming. Oh, what have you Tommy, done to her now? She's just got out tight, and now you're making No, no, her I just I'm really grateful. But what do you say? Was that fake? So. You know how for a long time was that fake? For a long time, you've been oh wanting my, to save. No. You've been wanting to save people's lives. I'm desperate for a crime to be committed in front of me or a tragedy, um, so I can oh help because I think good God. in times like that. Live out my dream of just being a hero. You are. I walk this earth hoping I that there earth. is a tragedy so that I can so get weird. actively, oh actively involved. I am great in a time of crisis, <laughs> I reckon. Oh, I've said okay, that so many times. So, so you at dinner the other night, and I did not know about this, I want to put it, I knew nothing oh about this. In God. fact, if you watch the vision at Carrie Tommy show, at one point I'm laughing. It? We filmed the entire thing. Is that why nobody I'm said laughing. anything? No, none of us went to your rescue because we were trying to stifle our laughter as as. Producer Sonda, have a listen, started choking on a prawn. <laughs> so oh she God. starts choking and then you jump oh up and give her God. the Heimlich maneuver. <laughs> I'm humping you so hard. <laughs> Sonda was never choking. Oh, my God, Carrie, you were laughing. Because I, I was like, this is so ridiculous. Son, we then spoke for like 20 minutes I and you know, cried out the front. I, I know, and I feel really bad. The only good mm. thing is I made your dreams come true. No, and that's no. not humping me from behind. It was so, the um, being a hero bit. So, so there is one thing I will say. Firstly, excellent work, everybody. <laughs> Fantastic. There is one thing I am disappointed in all of you about this. 
is that I was going to go get your name tattooed. That's why I'm bringing this up. Yes, That's this yeah. is the reason I'm bringing it up because yeah. we had an off-air conversation. I said, I yeah. can't do that hand on to, heart without... You got, you got, you've got to learn to do pranks better. This reveal would have been far better after no. I had Sonia's okay, name. Okay, that's what Eli <laughs> yes. said, but I didn't yes. want to be a part of that because I, I thought you might be really annoyed. I've got a list of exes down the side, side know, of my room. Okay. I know, but <laughs> okay. Eli's Eli. really pissed off now because because he, yeah. Uh, also, okay. that's a funnier tattoo then. What? If I've got, got a, if well, I've I got I a get tattoo. ready because it wasn't a prank. <laughs> I really tried. Back to the tattoo shop. I can't believe you weren't joking. Carrie and Tommy. That is where you're at for your Monday afternoon. And coming up very soon, Tommy is absolutely filthy. He's outraged. Mm. Yes. Glad that you clarified. Filthy, but also outraged. Thought I'd better. Tommy is right disgusting now. and angry. Can we discuss the photo that's taken the internet by storm today? Oh, is it Selena Kardashian? Gomez. Oh. No, Selena Gomez and Hayley Bieber. Is that what her new name is? What was her name before? Baldwin. Baldwin. Oh, don't look at me with those eyes. But what do you mean? That's why she's famous. She's Alec Baldwin's daughter. Is she? What are you talking about? <laughs> I had no idea. Didn't you? <laughs> You might be surprised that I have not followed the lives of Haley Baldwin and This <laughs> is so great. And can everyone listening right now, can they take a note? Because in a little while, Carrie's going to pretend to care a lot about what she clearly no, doesn't care producer about. Producer Bell, can you turn your mic on? Yes. So apparently Selena went on a, no, Haley <laughs> went on a podcast recently yes. to discuss the Hi, idea Daddy. that perhaps there was a period of time when Haley was with Justin, it's when been presumed that there has been a feud between these two women because they both dated Justin Bieber, and he was on and off with them both, and then like went back to one and went back to the other, and right. whatever, and then so quickly married Haley within months of getting back. Three with her. months of getting back, yeah. Bill, with her, they were married. Bill, um, my question about the timeline: yeah. I thought Bieber was with Gomez when they were like teen yes. stars. Yes, yes, and then they so got isn't back that together. Ages ago? Then they got back together. No, Did then they? he was with Haley. Then he got back with Selena, Selena. And then he went back with Haley. And, and everyone has thought yes. that Haley was with him when he was still with Selena. And, what's and on the podcast and she said fans no. Fans hate Haley and they're not nice to her in the street and Haley's fans hate they're Selena. Not nice they're not in the nice street. Well, you know, what like streets are they walking on where the fans are walking on the well, same streets street? Streets of LA, you know. There's only one strip yeah. that they go for for attention. Yeah. But anyway, they were at an event. <laughs> they were at an event together and they've had these photos of them hanging out together. Together. Like, like friends. Like holding each other. Like They're BFFs. Like holding each other. So, so is this, what is this? Is, oh, sorry. Are we being, no, we're nice girls. No, we're not being mean girls. We're oh, being nice girls. Oh, my God. You guys look great. Um, <laughs> yeah. So what and else? They look is this a happy story? So there's no feud anymore. The world can move on. Well, what about and if let, one of them? Is actually being a mole and <laughs> pretending to be happy don't, in the photo. No, don't try and make oh this mean girls. Oh my god! It's all I reckon happy. it's Selena, more like Samina. Am I right? <laughs> no, you're on your own. Okay. Um, they're happy. Beans is happy, and well, we all learned something today. Baldwin's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie Vickmore and Tommy Little. This this is Carrie and Tommy. Hey, radios and the listener out for your Monday afternoon. It's Carrie Vickmore and Tommy Little. Because big news story here. Firstly, I need to apologise to you. Alec Baldwin is not Hayley Baldwin's dad. Yeah. It is. Name another Baldwin. Oh, I didn't know there was more. There's Billy. Is that what's it's, Billy Baldwin it, it's not, done? It's not his daughter either. There is also Stephen Baldwin. What is Stephen in the industry? Uh, yes, he is. They're all actors. Are I they? don't know which. Um, well, we did. Who's your favourite? Scarsgard. Many years ago. Or no. Hemsworth. 
Yes. Bald ones now. We haven't done. Mm. Give us your best bald one. Mm. Um, anyway, there's a little thing. Uh, now the thing I actually want to talk about. Do you consider yourself, what generation do you consider yourself? <laughs> um, I'm on the cusp. <laughs> Of Gen X and Y. That is a real boomer thing to say. <laughs> no, I am. Because I'm 1980, right? And I have. You're Gen... not that old. Right, stop it. I have um, a lot of Gen X in me and a lot of Gen Y. So I'm hardworking. I'm not asking about your private life, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hardworking yes. and I have a lot of those old school values. Um, why are you looking at me confused? Because I why would are you I would have never... at me like you. No, I just would have never have said you have old school values. Yeah, I do. I think you have fantastic like values, but I don't think they're... stay in jobs for a long time. Like, that's uh, a very Gen X thing to do. Is that old school? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, not old school, but Gen X anyway. <laughs> is saying old school quite... Uh, old school. Old school yes, is it Gen is. X, but then I'm also, you know, a woman of the new century. <laughs> <laughs> the new century. I put a body kit on my penny farthing, so here we are. <laughs> like Insta and like do TikTok i Insta. So I'm a bit Gen Y as well. <laughs> what do you reckon about your text message game? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I think you're going to tell me that it's bad. No, I don't think it's bad. I think it's abrupt sometimes. No, sometimes, it's, I'm time poor. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Firstly, you, I, ma- you have all told me before that sometimes when I reply, you think I'm annoyed. Yeah. I'm never annoyed. It's abrupt. Uh, producer Annabelle has a yeah. real problem with you. Write back. Often, so my issue is often you write back with nothing at the end. There's no kiss. There's no full stop. There's well, not no... like you. Yours all end with a full stop. I think a full stop is quite aggressive. I've never ended a message with you, a full you, stop. All of your messages have proper punctuation and I find it too much. Well, it's got to end. <laughs> you're just like, you're just like, um, how, how doing? And then just nothing at the end. And it's like, what is that? I would never say how doing. How doing. How doing. <laughs> I think you're confusing me with someone else. Right. How, how doing, bro? You're always like, oi, brother, what's up? How doing, bro? <laughs> Annabelle, what is your problem with Carrie's text messages? Um, Carrie uses the thumbs up. <laughs> I do. I oh, know it's the, the other one. Give us the other one first. Give us oh, one. okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. We should have listed the problem. Carrie, you um, reply sometimes okay. and I ask you like a long question, yeah. like whatever, just okay, like literally zero and K. So then that's uh, what so I'm enough. saying. It's all fine. Okay. Surely it's not a zero. Hang on. It's not a zero. It's, I meant an It's an O. It's just an okay because. I'm saying okay. I'm saying that whole big unnecessarily long message that you sent me. It's all okay. Good to go. Should we start? G to G. Would you like me to start going from G to G, guys? Can we start getting zero K off the ground? That's good. Instead of okay? Sure. I can do zero K. What's your problem? My thumbs up. My problem is that some emojis uh, seen by the younger generation Mm. as hostile and definitely not a nice thing. The thumbs up emoji is... Is really passive aggressive, and what it's for mean? an older it just generation. Means yes. Well, I'll just start writing yes. Okay. Well, with zero. A, yes. We've, we've got a sample here of text <laughs> messages to Annabelle, the producer. Is this just a break that Annabelle should be bringing yeah. to me? Off. You've got air? one that says, "Yep, thumbs up emoji." Okay, <laughs> thumbs up emoji. Just a thumbs up emoji, and then great, just a thumbs great up. Great, and a thumbs up. I'm on board. That's as excited as you're going to get me. Okay. You know the one that I, she, Annabelle did teach me that I've yeah. been using a lot of, but right. I don't ever know if I'm using it right, and it's melting into the ground face. I love it. I don't really know how to use it properly, but I love it. Give me a scenario of how I should use melting into the ground face. Oi, Buzzy, like, I was I'm cooked dying? at the music festival on the weekend, <laughs> melting into the ground face. Follow Carrie Vigmore and Tommy Little on socials at Carrie Tommy Show. Now that the podcast's over, Carrie and Tommy are definitely thinking about a quick and nutritious dinner. Like to sell 
Cocktail Salmon. Switch it for salmon tonight and get a true taste of Tasmania with a healthy boost of omega-3.